الحمد لله حمدا كثيرا طيبا مباركا فيه كما يحب ربنا ويرضى أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله الناصح الأمين اللهم صل على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ومن تمسك بسنته إلى يوم الدين ثم أما بعد الحمد لله We reached the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inside of this tremendous surah and that is the statement of Allah jalla wa'ala إِيَّاكَ نَعْبُدُ وَإِيَّاكَ نَسْتَعِينَ قال إمام سعدي رحمة الله عليه commenting on the benefit and some of the fawaid that we find inside of this particular ayah he says أي what this means what this ayah what it means is نَخُصُّكَ وَحْدَكَ it means that, O oh Allah, we single you out alone. We specify you only with worship and with the seeking of help and assistance. We understand this from the grammatical construction of this particular ayah. And this is why it is translated as Unto you alone we worship And unto you alone do we seek help It's translated in this manner Because this is what's understood by the grammatical construction of this particular verse Imam Sa'di he says He said because bringing the object of which is being spoken about first and this is the object that grammatically usually is affected grammatically by another word inside of that sentence meaning that we are directing and worshipping him and him alone and we are asking for his help and seeking his help alone so because iyaka was brought forward and started this sentence, then what is understood by it is al-hasr, meaning that it is restricted. That those things that were mentioned inside or that come next inside of the sentence, huwa ithbat al-hukum lil-mathkur. It is to affirm the ruling for that which was mentioned, meaning Unto you alone Meaning Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Is to affirm the ruling of ibadah That it only belongs to Allah And is restricted unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Is to affirm the seeking of help, aid and assistance Only to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And it is restricted unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala But at the same time While affirming Solely and only for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala worship 
and by affirming unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only and solely that He is the only one that we seek for help and assistance with Him alone, Jalla wa'ala, at the same time, Nafyihi amma adahu, is that we negate this same concept for everything other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So by this ayah, we negate ibadah for other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. By this ayah, we negate worshipping other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We negate making dua, supplication to other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We negate slaughtering for other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We negate all of the anwa', all of the categories of ibadah for everything other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we affirm it to Allah and to Allah jalla wa'ala alone. The shaykh he says, the imam he mentions, he says, فَكَأَنَّهُ يَقُولُ So it is as if it is said, نَعْبُدُكَ وَلَا نَعْبُدُ غَيْرَكَ وَنَسْتَعِينُ بِكَ وَلَا نَسْتَعِينُ بِغَيْرِكَ it is as if it is being said, and what is understood of what is being said by this particular ayah is that what? Is that we worship you alone and we do not worship anyone else. We do not worship other than you. We seek help, aid, and assistance from you, and we do not seek help, aid, and assistance from other than you. Meaning, about seeking help, aid, and assistance, meaning, in those things that only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can give. For example, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for Jannah. We don't ask other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the Jannah because no one can help us in, or in this regard. We seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the hellfire. And we ask that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala save us from the hellfire. Only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala could grant this. So on and so forth. Naam. The Imam, he goes on to mention a very important benefit. He says, وَقَدَّمَ الْعِبَادَ Another very important benefit we should say. وَقَدَّمَ الْعِبَادَ عَلَى الْإِسْتِعَانَةِ مِنْ بَابِ تَقْدِيمِ الْعَامِ عَلَى الْخَاصِ He said in that ibadah is put forward, is mentioned first, and is put before الْإِسْتِعَانَةِ Worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is mentioned before asking for help, aid, and assistance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this enters into the mentioning of that which is general before mentioning that which is specific. The reason for this is that al-isti'ana is that seeking help, aid, and assistance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a category of worship and it enters into what is worship. Meaning that when we seek aid, when we seek aid, help, and assistance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is within itself ibadah. We're worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by way of that. So by mentioning ibadah first, this is mentioning the general and then mentioning the specific, that which will enters into it. This is one benefit that we benefit from this construction. Also, وَاحْتِمَامًا بِالتَّقْدِيمِ حَقُّهُ تَعَالَى عَلَى is also we bring forward and it is mentioned first that which is connected to the right of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
meaning the ibadah, because all of the ibadah, it belongs unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, before mentioning the right of his servant. Naam, taqdeem bihaqqihi jalla wa'ala ala haqq abdin. Mentioning Allah's right first before the right of the abd. Because when we are aided, helped and assisted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we benefit from that. We are the ones that benefit from that. But what's more important than that which is connected to our right is that which is connected to the right of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is why ibadah is mentioned first. Because ibadah is from the right of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Only Allah deserves to be worshipped. Only Allah alone by himself is the one who deserves to be worshipped. Ibadah, it belongs unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is Allah's right upon us is that we worship him and we worship him alone. So mentioning his right takes precedence over mentioning that which is connected to the right of the slave. And thus we benefit again this from this ayah that is contained here. And this is some of the benefits that are contained in this in this tremendous verse inside of Surah Al-Fatiha. What is Al-Ibadah? What is worship? The finest definition for what is worship is as follows. Al-Ibadah is munjami' لِكُلِّ مَا يُحِبُّهُ اللَّهُ وَيَرْضَاهُ مِنَ الْأَعْمَالِ وَالْأَقْوَالِ الظَّاهِرَةِ وَالْبَاطِنَةِ Is that worship? Is everything that Allah loves, or worship is a is a is a comprehensive word, comprehensive term, which includes everything that Allah loves and that which He is pleased with, from actions, from statements, those that are apparent and those that are hidden. This is ibadah. Every statement, every action that Allah loves and is pleased with, whether that is that which is apparent or that which is internal on the inside, then this constitutes worship. This constitutes worship. And we're going to go more on what is meant by worship because there are other aspects that are intended before a thing is worship. This is in general worship. And what is an isti'ana? The, 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 the asking for this aid, help and assistance. What is al-isti'ana? Here, al-i'timad ala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fi jalb al-manafi' wa dafi' al-mudar. It is putting one's trust, hope and dependence upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in getting that which is beneficial and in being saved from that which is harmful. When we want something that will benefit us, then we ask for the help, aid, and assistance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and we put our dependence and we rely upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, because that's the only way we'll be able to attain those beneficial things. And when it comes to the repelling of those harmful things, then we ask for the help, aid, and assistance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the repelling of those harmful and destructful things from us because that is the only way that harmful things are repelled from a'at is from the tawfiq of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that these things are removed from the slave. This is some of the benefit that is contained inside of this tremendous ayah 
that we recite in every unit of every prayer. It is incumbent upon us that we reflect, that we ponder and we contemplate over the meaning, over the meanings that are contained inside of this tremendous surah, because in that will be our ultimate success if we implement the meaning and the benefits and the jewels that come inside of this surah and every surah of the Quran, in that is that which will lead to our ultimate success. وَبِلَاهِ التَّوْفِيقِ أَقُولُ قُلِ هَذَا وَأَسْتَغْفِرُ اللَّهَ لِي وَلَكُمْ وَلِجَمِيعِ الْمُسْلِمِينَ فَاسْتَغْفِرُوا فَإِنَّهُ هُوَ الْغَفُورُ الرَّحِيمُ بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وبعد يا عباد الله والقيام بالعبادة والقيام بعبادة الله والاستعانة به هو الوسيلة أو هي وسيلة للسعادة الأبدية establishing the worship of Allah سبحانه وتعالى and seeking for help, aid, and assistance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then this is the road to the ultimate and lasting, everlasting happiness. And this is how we'll be saved from every evil, from every distasteful, harmful thing. So you will find no road to success except by establishing the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and seeking His help, aid, and assistance. And let's go back to what is ibadah. What are the other components of ibadah that we need before ibadah is ibadah? Is that what? Is that ibadah will not be considered ibadah unless إِذَا كَانَتْ مَأْخُوذَةً عَنْ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صلى الله عليه وسلم it is not considered worship unless it is taken from the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and Allah's face is that which is intended by it. So it has to be upon the Sunnah of Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and it has to be sincerely for Allah and Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala alone and from these two affairs, if they are there, these two things, then and only then will it be worship. So if it is seeking Allah's face, but is not upon the sunnah of the Prophet wasallam, that is not worship. If it is upon the sunnah of the Prophet wasallam, but a person does it out of showing off, then he is not credited of worship, of having worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It must be upon a tawheed wa sunnah. It must be sincerely for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. And it must be in accordance to the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam before a servant is credited with having worshipped Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wa dhikr al-isti'ana ba'd al-ibadah and this is another benefit on why it came in, in the construction as it came and that mentioning after 
Al-Ibadah, mentioning the seeking of help, aid, and assistance after it was already mentioned, worship, even though the seeking of help, aid, and assistance enters into what is worship, was from the standpoint of what? What else do we benefit from this construction? لِحْتِجَاجِ الْعَبْدِ فِي جَمِيعِ عِبَدَاتِهِ إِلَىٰ إِسْتِعَانَةِ بِاللَّهِ Subhanahu wa ta'ala Is that it points us to the necessity It points us to the vital need It points us to the fact that the slave He is in ultimate need In every act of worship In every single act of worship He is in need of the help Aid and assistance from Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala فَإِنَّهُ إِلَّمْ يَعِنْهُ اللَّهِ لَمْ يَحْصِلْ لَهُ مَا يُرِيدُ because if Allah does not help him, if Allah does not aid him, if Allah does not assist him, if Allah does not grant that person success, then he will be incapable of attaining that which he wants. He will be incapable of attaining anything because the tawfiq, the success, it is only from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If Allah ta'ala does not give it to you, no one can give it to you. If Allah ta'ala gives it to you, no one can take it from you. The success is only with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So if Allah ta'ala does not aid the slave, does not aid the abd, then that abd, that slave, he will not be able to attain anything. He will not be able to get what he wants. Min fi'il al-awamir. He will not be able to get what he's looking for from the establishment of the commands. He will not be able to establish the commands if Allah does not give him tawfiq to do so. If Allah does not give him success to do so. Which tinab and nawahi, nor will he be able to stay away from the prohibitions unless that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants him the success in staying away from the prohibitions. Without Allah's tawfiq, Nothing is accomplishable inside of this dunya. Without the tawfiq of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the abd, he will not be able to do that which he has been commanded to do, nor will he be able to stay away from that which he has been prohibited from doing and embarking upon that which he has been commanded to stay away from. The tawfiq, the success is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So with this being the case, is there anything from ibadah? Except that we need the isti'ana, we need to make isti'ana with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that we need the help A and assistance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So therefore we understand more in depth and more detail why the ayah is constructed as such. Unto you alone do we worship, unto you alone do we seek help, aid, and assistance. Because the help, aid, and assistance, it only comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ultimately, it only comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And what's the proof and the evidence for this statement? What's the proof and the evidence for this concept? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says in his noble book, إِنْ هُوَ إِلَّا ذِكْرٌ لِلْعَالَمِينَ Verily, it is not except a reminder for the mankind in jinn. It is only a reminder for the mankind in jinn. لِمَنْ شَاءَ مِنْكُمْ أَنْ يَسْتَقِيمُ For those from, among you, from amongst you who wants to be upright. From those from amongst you who want to be upright. Shaif. Allah Ta'ala, He says what in the final ayah? 
وما تشاءون إلا أن يشاء الله رب العالمين. But they will not be able to attain such except by the will of Allah, the Lord of the mankind and jinn, and all that exist. So even if a person wants to do it, he will be unable to do it except that Allah Ta'ala has willed and allowed him to do it. Because Allah, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Al-Qahar, Allah, He is the one who is the greatest. Allah, who Al Azim, He is the most magnificent. Allah, He is the one that conquers everything. Allah, He is the one that nothing happens inside of His dominion except with His permission. Nothing happens inside of Allah's creation except with His permission because Allah is the greatest. There is no will that will supersede the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There is no will that will work independent from the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But all of the wills ultimately they will follow the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah kan Whatever Allah wills is and whatever he does not will is not. You see? Whatever Allah wills is and whatever he does not will, it will never happen. Nothing will supersede the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when an individual understands the might, the greatness of his Lord, the power of his Lord, the ability of his Lord, and if he understands truly how he, the slave, is impoverished, he is poor, He is incapable, he is needy to the utmost of what it means to be needy. Then he will see and understand the importance of seeking the help, aid, and assistance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that, and from the many ways, from the many ways that that understanding and realization is actualized is by what? You will find that that slave he will increase in supplication unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He will increase in making dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Everything that he needs, everything that he wants, he will ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for it. Everything he is scared of, everything he don't want to happen, he will seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the likes of these things and ask Allah to repel these things away from him because whatever Allah wills is and whatever he does not will is not. When an abd truly understands the power of his Lord and he truly understands how incapable he is or she is as a created being, as a slave of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then they will worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They will remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They will thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And they will beg Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give them help, aid, and assistance upon that which he loves, that which he is pleased with. Allahumma inna ala dhikrika wa shukrika wa husni ibadatik. Hada ya ibad fa aqimu salah.